everyone. My name is Beatrice. I'm joined with Ellie and you're listening to The Wafflers, where we aim to make social justice digestible for you all. And today's improv topic as our guest for today could not make it due to tire constraints is hustle slash grind culture. So Ellie, what do you make of hustle grind culture? What do you think of when you think of hustle slash grind culture? What immediately comes to mind when I think of hustle slash grind culture is this desire that we have to like stay up super late and do all of our work and yeah. do have minimal hours of sleep and then wake up and do work and go to school and yeah repeat all, all right. over again i think that that is a very bleak depiction of what actually is in a lot of people's minds and i think for me hustle and grind culture is actually a bit more pervasive than that and it is the notion where we romanticize this supposedly meritocratic society in which if you work harder you will achieve more so in the classic american dream type example you know if you're a humble immigrant going to another country for example uh, a migrant or an uh, expat worker like you see so many in hong kong you work hard you reap the rewards and then you can essentially play hard at the end of it but as we know from history and as we know in today's society meritocracy doesn't necessarily function in our society in the way that we'd like to think it does and the linear <laughs> progression that is if you work hard in school you can immediately get the best jobs and then the best future and have a really bright future it doesn't necessarily work mm. like that because of a lot of things like privilege oppression on the flip side of it and external factors that are often not really in our control you know like where we're born and where we're raised so ellie what's your experience with hustle grind culture how has it affected you and of course your mental health in the process because as you kind of alluded to it's very taxing and it's very grueling for all the people Yes, well, I think from my immediate thought on it, it can, it's quite obvious that I have quite a negative relationship with this hustle, grind culture that so many young people turn to today to work hard and achieve well in school. But I mean, I never used to really uh, associate myself with this culture. Like I used to just, you know, go home, do some homework, watch some TV, go to sleep and wake up the next day. But, you know, as you come to more serious times in school, particularly with IB and even IGCC or high school or middle school, whatever age you're at, but where it becomes, where the work you put in actually becomes more, um, it's put in more towards your future. Like you feel a need to do more work. So. Sadly, that's what my mindset has turned to, particularly over the last year, where I would have just this belief that if I didn't stay up and work, then I would be disappointing myself and I wouldn't be putting my fullest, best effort in to succeed in IB and graduate high school and get into a great university that's highly regarded and has a great course and is tailored to me. But 
um, like I said, I have quite a negative mindset around it now because it's resulted in me having quite some poor mental health uh, issues surrounding studying and motivation. So over the summer, I struggled a lot with doing my ho- my summer homework and trying to find the motivation to do it because I just saw doing my work as very taxing and tedious and I lost my passion for school. And if you do know me, I have a true passion for school. I am the epitome of what you call a nerd. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Oh, a geek, like, a nerd, all of the yes. relevance. Like I... I like when we talk about going to bio class I talk about it like excitedly um so yes it's this kind of culture of feeling the need to work every hour that you have available is really turned out to just like I've I haven't worsened like in intelligence but some of my grades have slipped or I don't do as well doing some of the homework because I've just kind of lost my general passion for some of my subjects which I will say I am slowly picking back up as I work on my well-being and mental health but uh what about you Beatrice because you are also quite the am I I am not a nerd school oh that's not true (laughs) um I think that what Ellie said resonates quite well in terms of the progression and for me, it's been really important and hammered into me as the very stereotypical Asian tiger cub child is that high grades lead to high results at the end of school and a really wonderful university, specifically Ivy League, obviously. <laughs> but um, of course, it's deeper than that and I downplay the stereotype as being very facetious but really it's about ambition and it's about drive and that hand in hand is not a bad thing to have at all and it's really important to set goals and it's really important to push yourself it's not about coddling yourself and it's not about limiting yourself and saying you know I want to experience the high school experience I'll party not really care about my grades I don't think that's a healthy mindset to take either too much of anything is bad however yeah and with hustle Balance. and grind culture as Ellie was describing or alluding to seems like she was experiencing some burnout and it really happens when you overexert yourself and you do so much as Ellie does I would say Ellie works harder than me but I think that it's well-intentioned, but you do need to set limits for yourself. Not in Definitely. terms of what you believe you can achieve or what you want to set your mind to, but in terms of the day-to-day, in terms of setting limits and saying, I will only work for three, four, five hours, maybe this afternoon, but after switch off everything, don't think about work. And it's a really common joke, actually, in the IB that, during a holiday it's not really a holiday because you're thinking about work if you're not doing work which is i suppose something that can be addressed but it's definitely also up to the individual i would tell a lot of people that being able to do more courses or more difficult courses and not feel stressed about it is also down to your time management and it's also down to your perseverance it's not just about 
hustling and grinding in the late hours of the night because when you were you know in the daytime you were on your phone on TikTok or something like that it's really about time management but of course there is that peer pressure with this social media rise and my favorite thing to binge on YouTube is college decision reaction videos recently since it's college app season right now i'm not doing it because i don't want to make myself feel bad one two give myself unrealistic expectations and three put myself up to hustle and grind culture because as much as you should push yourself you should also prioritize what's important and as Ellie was also alluding to if you keep pushing yourself you might actually be hurting yourself in the process in the long term so it could really negatively have an impact on your overall performance so you really need to prioritize and it's difficult when everybody's saying that you need to grind and you need to hustle for this thing but that being said Ellie we are very privileged to only be hustling for education and there's a lot of young people out there that hustle and grind for a living and they hustle and That's grind very true. a lot more than just grades or an Ivy League acceptance even though everyone's problems are relational and relative so we can't adequately compare but it should be noted that hustle and grind culture can often be attributed to students who are necessarily in these more advantageous situations i suppose with the international baccalaureate or ap or a levels things like that it's very important to recognize but ellie on that line though you spoke about your change relationship with hustle and grind culture so how have you been setting those personal boundaries for yourself how you been challenging your preconceived mindset well it's been a challenge but i think and i've had people telling me this for so long but it really took breaking down to realize that everyone's right bound boundaries are like so act like so incredibly important and not just in boundaries of when do you work and for how long you work for but i've also come to realize that it's really important to set a space of where you work i used to when i was a little younger maybe year 10 or 11 i used to sit on my bed and do my homework which created a really unhealthy relationship with my bed cuz rather than seeing it as a place of comfort i saw it as well that's where i do my homework so i can't chill there i have to work there so i started going to the cafe to study i go there whenever i get the chance to with my sister before school started i went there every day after i think from 2 o'clock to 5 o'clock and i go there every saturday and sunday from about 2 o'clock to 4 o'clock and i just work and it really helps with motivation because you're in a different area you're in public you're surrounded by others you can get a drink and it just helps divide my comfort area to my study and work area uh what else have i done i've 
have a lovely I don't think I have it with me now I have a lovely timetable of my school schedule along with uh, extra little columns to decide what I want to do that weekend for study wise that I have on my laptop or I have printed out so that I can really just better schedule my week in terms of studying and when I want to study because I can see well if I have maths next Wednesday maybe I can do my homework this Thursday and get it done much more beforehand instead of procrastinating and leaving it to Tuesday night. Um, so I think scheduling and just that separation has been really good forms of boundaries just to be like, I'm in my room now, so there is no relation with work and I'm not scheduled to work, so I don't need to feel guilty about watching TV. And it's really boosted not only my motivation, but my general happiness. I've been, my like well-being has like greatly shifted even in like the past few weeks. I'm much happier waking up and getting ready for school. Going to school is another, another question, but just in general. Um, what about, what about you Beatrice? What, what are your kind of coping mechanisms or your ways of setting boundaries? I started doing piano, which is a really interesting one because if anyone in my personal life knows me, I get really stressed out by piano as well. So <laughs> I would say it's something to be stressed out other than school, which is, you know, a healthy amount of stress is okay. It helps you set goals for yourself, as I said. And yeah, it really refocuses the way in which you're, it's never too late to learn a new skill. And I think that it's never too late to expand your knowledge and seek knowledge in other forms and other areas. I sound like a true Ivy student right now. <laughs> but I think as well, as Ellie was saying, I still study on my bed. So not necessarily drawing very clear boundaries there. But I also have been actually studying at the dining table. I think it's a lot better to actually have a table to study, which is also why... If I do study on my bed, I bought a foldable table to put on there. So it feels a lot more like a space rather than on my stomach or sitting slouched against pillows. I'm standing up, uh, sitting up straight. And so I think everyone is different and everyone can set their own boundaries. And if you do stay up late and it's capable for you to be able to do that and you're capable of doing that it's definitely important to consider general well-being as well so I know for me for fun I like to sing karaoke with my family excellent music's very good especially BCS music of <laughs> course of course last, last episode you'll know what I'm talking about but it's really finding things that bring you joy other than success and other than achievement because it's very linked. The idea that success is self-worth and success is what makes you valuable as a human being. And I think your achievements are something to be proud of and there's something to be recognized for, but you're still inherently valuable without success. You're still capable of being loved you're still capable of loving other people and getting into an ivy league and having 76 extracurriculars on your list doesn't make you more lovable or more worthy than the other person 
maybe it might make you more worthy to go to an Ivy League in that Ivy League's eyes. But to the general public and for people that will know you as a person, what you have on your resume will not ever be as important as who you are deep down, which is very motivational of me to say. But it doesn't change your value to others. Exactly. It doesn't change who you are and it doesn't change the people that will accept you despite that, despite your accomplishments. So yeah, I agree with that. It's very important to recognize that success is not everything and it doesn't define you. And it's important to celebrate your achievements, definitely. But don't chase achievements for that temporary high or for a sense of self-worth or self-acceptance because then that's when we that's when we have hustle and grind culture as being toxic as being facetious as being a mindset that is unhealthy and constant stress and pressure on yourself like that can lead to really drastic consequences so student suicides have been more openly talked about in the last few years and it's really important to recognize that that mindset can lead you to some very dark places and it's really important to protect yourself and take care of yourself you should come first because if you don't take care of yourself then your grades are really gonna slip your achievements are really gonna slip but also more than that your personal connections with other people will also slip and so it's really important to put yourself first and prioritize yourself but set goals and remain ambitious and remain driven and achieving those goals whatever they may be don't let this capitalistic meritocratic allegedly society fool you into thinking that that's the only way to success and the only way to fulfillment yeah and achievements aren't just rooted in academics or status Mm -hmm. or you can set personal achievements that have nothing to do with the school you go to or the universities that you want to apply to or the job that you want to have or how much you want to earn it it can be rooted in well like I learned how to play a song on the piano I don't know how to read music so I thought I had no chance of doing so when I did I felt so freaking cool but it's not a cool song so Yeah, exactly. So an example, like Ellie had, Ellie might learn how to play the piano. This week, I'm learning to play some Chopin. So it's really fun. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a new mindset that will take a lot of time to get used to, definitely in the culture we have and in study blogs and social media, really targeting these young minds into thinking that that's the only source of fulfillment and happiness in life when really there's a lot more but it's important again we're not advising that you blow off school or that you completely ignore your responsibilities as a student we're just saying that it's important to not go overboard in either direction happy medium push yourself as much as you can balances everything yes happy medium push yourself as hard as you can without breaking yourself I mean, yeah. in a very kind way. So consider that in your day-to-day activities and, and everything, especially for those students out there. I know how stressful it can be. But And you're not alone. 
Yeah, Ellie, any final thoughts on that? On our hustle and grind culture talk today? I mean, I agree with everything that's been said today. I think that it's important to have academic goals, it's important to have personal goals, and it's important to balance that with happiness and enjoyment. Or enjoy everything you do. Don't do something just because it will make you rich or it will give you this kind of status or you'll be at this school. Like, yeah, just do what makes you happy because that is the best of fulfillment and achievement in life you could ever achieve. Exactly. And so not gonna hide it. I have a pretty nice resume and people always ask me, do you have time to do anything else? But really it's about doing the things you enjoy that's why you can continue to stay driven continue to to stay motivated continue to have that passion so i take physics eleanor over the text bio but the reality of it is if it was switched we would hate it we would despise it want to go to class and that's really important is to do the things you are passionate about and it won't feel like hustling. It won't feel like grinding. You will yeah. not need to stay up all hours of the night. Unless you're staying up all hours of the night because you're so excited and passionate. You know, do it because you want to, not because you feel like you have to. <laughs> exactly. That's the key to life, even though I don't know all of the so, key to life. Ellie and I work on a lot of things, this podcast being one of them, debate being another one of them. And so those are things we enjoy and those are the things we're passionate about. So... That's the things we put our effort into. But with that, Ellie, that has been our discussion on Hustle and Culture. Season two, episode two. Woo. Woo. Ellie, do you want to give a sneak peek to our viewers or listeners, depending on what platform you're on? What what's coming next? What do what do you have next? What topic do we have next for next episode? We might have a spicy little episode on. <laughs> Let's talk about sex ed part two because if you yeah. do listen, we did one last season and we're doing one again. Excellent! We love it. We love to educate you all on the things that we feel you need to be educated on. Social justice in all its forms. We're gonna have a yes. guest very interesting little european get also some male energy in this podcast because it's just been the girls for a while but definitely bringing back the guys in next week's episode next friday's episode no this will come out on friday (laughs) so next tuesday's episode yes so yes with that being said i've been beatrice this has been ellie this has been the wafflers tune in next week if you haven't checked out our last episodes and thank you thank you bye see ya